Hydrate or dihydrate. Hydrate or dihydrate. That goes along with forgot the pie deserves to die. <laughs> yes. We nailed it. Balls, a supernatural podcast with Lizzie and Missy. Hi, Liz. Hi, Miss. What's up? Oh, you know, I um, I feel like I should disclaim at the beginning of this episode. Oh, okay. Well, uh, disclaimers now. Well, I mean, obviously, my voice sounds real not great. I'm Who not said? sick. I don't have COVID. Oh, uh, everybody, go everybody that I've talked to has definitely made it a point to comment on how horrendous. Oh, I think you sound lovely. Oh, thank you. You're I like welcome. to call it my sex phone operating voice. <laughs> Your Rocco voice? Gotta make gotta make money somehow, I guess. That's what Rocco did. That is what Rocco did. I wouldn't exactly say that he had a sex phone voice, though. No, he did not. But yeah, I worked at the haunted house this weekend and did all the talking. All the things. Yes, and I'm actually going to go shut the window because I feel like there's a lot of ambient sound since the weather's so nice. It's beautiful out today, and then Friday it's going to be 55. Mm, at least it's not snow. Don't say that. It could happen. It could happen. It happened <laughs> last week, so exactly. yeah. Why not? Uh, but yeah, that's. I apologize, and I'll be drinking a lot of liquid trying to not, you know, sandpaper everybody's ears. <laughs> You'll have to get up to pee. You'll have to put in elevator music. <laughs> I'll be like, well, there we go. This is Liz P music. <laughs> Bathroom breaks. <laughs> We'll be right back. Tinkle, tinkle, tinkle. That should not be the music. I'm trying to figure. So we don't have a release date yet for The Boys Season 3. Damn. I was talking when we were waiting for the Demon Slayer movie yesterday with my brother about The Boys. Yeah. And I can't. I was like, I wonder when it's going to. I know that they're filming, obviously, because Jensen's there. He's filming. And there was a big thing about him being on set with his wild and crazy beard. <laughs> his beard is pretty wild. It's intense. Yeah. I don't remember Soldier Boy in The Boys having like that. Well, it's there now. Maybe it'll get a trim. Like, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty Soldier Boy is just like, looks like Homelander-ish. Like clean cut kind of. Yeah. With a weird like face paint or mask. I don't Don't remember the beard unless they're bringing Soldier Boy out of retirement. Oh, he's just let himself go. Yeah. He was quarantining for the, the pandemic and he's like... This is what happened. Exactly. I am in doing the, as soon as it's okay. So obviously we're trying to work ahead, both of us with our notes. Yeah. Because life. (laughs) And in doing so, I got a couple episodes in and I completely forgot how much I love season four. (laughs) It has some of the best episodes. I forgot everything that happens this season. That's true. I feel like there's a lot that goes down. I also forgot how badass Cass is when we first meet him. Badass Cass. Badass Cass. Not to be confused with he puts the ass in Cass. (laughs) Cass, get out of my ass. (laughs) But even in this episode, Cass is kind of a badass. Like at one point, he basically daddies Dean. He's just like, motherfucker, I pulled you out of the, I pulled you out of hell. I'll put you right back in. (laughs) Don't fuck with me. That's the equivalent of a pair of being like, I brought you into this world. I can take, take you, you out. out. <laughs> I saw a TikTok where someone said that. And the guy, like someone stitched it or whatever. But the first guy was like, you know, your parents always say that to you. It was like, go ahead, try. Go ahead, do it. And the one lady that stitched it was like, you do not want to say that to your mama. <laughs> she will act on it. She will take you out. <laughs> yeah, this has like 
It has Yellow Fever. It has Monster Movie. Um, I really thought we dealt with Rougarous before. We didn't. We didn't at all? No. Rougarou is not even brought in until season four, episode four. I looked it up because I was like, we have to have talked about that. Huh. I think I've mentioned it in a previous episode, but never actually. Maybe it was like it was something they said something might be, but it wasn't. Because I could have sworn they said, not that they went in depth into it, but there was like a mention of it. Maybe. No. Maybe the skinwalker. Maybe. The shapeshifter. Yeah. Ugh. But also at the same time, I've been watching a lot of the Discovery investigation discovery and a lot of travel channel Mm -hmm. and i definitely know the travel channel was talking about a rougarou like yesterday so i don't know if i'm (laughs) mixing up my rougarous you're like oh it happened i definitely know about rougarous we were just talking about it the other day come on people jeez but what are we talking about today sorry today anything no no i never do (laughs) i'm also very tired so there's gonna be potential tangents and who knows that's fine as long uh, as there's just... not long silences or things I have to cut out, we you can tangent all you want. No, there's just going to be weird voices, <laughs> weird sounds coming out of my face, and just tangential threads going potentially nowhere. I don't know. I feel I'm... like that's a normal day. True. <laughs> I'm also still recovering from, like, no sleep over this weekend. Yeah. Because I worked our job Friday, and then Scarehouse, and then Starbucks, and then Scarehouse, and then I got called in. Man on sunday to open so i got maybe four hours of sleep that's it uh you're like look at me go on four hours yeah three days (laughs) uh and then i did a quick brunch with friends and then immediately went to scare house again on sunday so i just really haven't had a chance to full-on sleep and then monday i was gonna do it and then i was like no fuck it i gotta watch mortal kombat (laughs) so i watched mortal kombat i mean priorities right Naturally, yeah, we have a photo shoot coming up at the end of the May, and I have to get my costume ready for that. But I also played Mortal Kombat way more as a kid than I probably should have. Oh, definitely. It was all about fighting games. Anything you could play with, like, multiplayers when you have a sibling. Yeah. Oh, we did that, too. Yeah. And Nicole had to have been questioning what the hell was happening. (laughs) Because I made myself some soup, and I watched some Mortal Kombat. But every time something happened, like, at one point, he says, flawless victory. And I'm like, Yes! (laughs) <laughs> and he, then he goes fatality and i was like oh yeah <laughs> this is awesome and then obviously the kano does some crazy stuff as kano and then uh jacks his finisher is to like smash somebody's head between their hands mm-hmm. well his like robot hands he does that and i lost my mind and obviously i'm a huge 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 sub-zero fan so obviously sub-zero was like real cool but i understand my brother when i asked him if he was a badass did not tell me he was a badass but the guy who played him and how they did him was really, really good. And then finally, at the end, because I'm sitting there going, okay, well, if you have Sub-Zero, is there Scorpion? Is there Scorpion? Because, like, the one thing I remember from Mortal Kombat is Scorpion's, like, whipping the kunai around and then being like, get over here. Mm-hmm. And at this point, it was almost 10 o'clock at night. And the movie was rounding out, and Scorpion's thing comes out, and then it hits him, and he goes, all you hear is, get over here. And I was like, yes! <laughs> yes! That's what I'm talking about! Yes! And then the end credits play the Mortal Kombat theme so that I'm just up dancing and Nicole had to be wondering what the hell is wrong with me and And then you're wide awake at that point yeah and then I was like fuck now I gotta go to bed because I gotta open it was not a flawless victory life ruiners yeah damn work and then last night we saw the uh, Demon Slayer film 
did you go to a movie theater or was it like online or? I did. It was the first time my brother and I pointed out it's the first time neither of us have gone to the movie theater since this whole pandemic has happened. Yeah. And I started thinking about what the last movie I saw in theaters was. And the only thing I could come up with was it had to have been January 2020. And I took my dad to go see 1917. And it had been longer for my brother. Yeah. Because he saw Spider-Man Far From Home, uh, the one with Mephisto, a.k.a. Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm trying to think. When did the Grinch movie come out? Oh, the one with Benedict? Yeah. That was 2018. No, I had to, no, we had to go in 2019. I actually had to look up movies that came out because I knew it had, be, had, had been in 2020 because we were pretty active until like February, at the end of February, because we did Beer Fest at the end of February. Oh, uh, when did Toy Story 4 come out? Uh, I think that's also 2019. 20, that, that had to be the last one we saw in theaters was Toy Story 4. Came out in June. Yeah. 2019? Mm-hmm. But speaking of watching things, uh, we should probably segue back to the show. Oh, you want to uh, go back to the show? Come on. <laughs> now that I've tanned, see, I told you all these tangents, man. I can't. All right. This episode, we are talking about season four, episode two of Supernatural. In case you were just tuning in, this is not a movie review or an anime show. And the episode is, are you there, God? It's me, Dean Winchester which aired September 25th, 2008, takes place in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Sioux Falls. Good old Sioux Falls. Falls. Gotta love Sioux Falls. I mean, it's Bobby's turf. It is Bobby's turf. Bobby gets real fancy in this episode. It's fancy. He has a bunker. Oh, I thought I was thinking, like, he got dressed up, and I was like, no, he didn't. Mm -mm. We'll talk about the bunker. We'll, We'll talk about it. Let me give you, let me hit you with a plot first. Yes, I would like to get to the bunker. Yes. Well, the plot's what takes us into the bunker. (laughs) And then we stay in the bunker. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Until we can't no mo. See, I like that you did that. I was was going straight Shaun of the Dead. (laughs) (laughs) Just wait for this all to blow over. (laughs) Okay. Bobby asks the Winchester boys for help when fellow hunters are being torn apart by vengeful spirits. Like, literally ripped apart. To like shreds. grossly ripped apart mm-hmm. uh, Sam is haunted by FBI agent Hendrickson who died in the explosion caused by Lilith the ghost accused Sam of failing him together with Bobby they find out that they're being hunted by the spirits of people who they couldn't save which is called the rising of the witnesses a sign of the upcoming apocalypse Meg Masters fucking Meg Goddamn Meg <laughs> and two twin girls also appear and haunt Dean Sam and Bobby The twin girls from The Shining is pretty much what it was. Yeah, and everybody I've talked to or, like, listened to has pretty much been like, what the hell? Yeah. (laughs) Like, why? Why not? You know, why not? Also, at the same time, I feel like we should take back, like, fucking Meg. Because it's not (laughs) Meg the Demon, which isn't really Meg. The girl's name is actually Meg Masters. That's true, but, like... don't hate her. (laughs) I don't know. She was getting a little bitchy in this scene, this episode. Like, I know you died and whatever, but come on. Come on. But she was also admitting that she took a backseat and got to see her own hands kill those people. That's true. She's, she's a... She was a tortured soul. She's traumatized, this Meg. Yes. Okay, I only take it back in this episode. This isn't a goddamn Meg episode. (laughs) I don't take it back. And then, well, that's another thing, too, because, like, 
Mm, spoilers, but we're also in season four, and that series. I'm just gonna. That's gonna be my disclaimer. I'm just gonna be like, spoilers. Spoilers. But the series is done, and we're in episode. We're in season four, so I don't hate the other Meg. No, I love the brunette Meg. See, I I hate brunette Ruby, but I love blonde Ruby. But I hate brunette Meg. I mean, I but hate blonde Meg, but I love, I love brunette, brunette Meg. Meg. I know it's so weird. And so does Crowley. Giggity. No, so, do, uh, so does Cass. Cass. Yeah. Crowley, not so much. No, Cass, yeah. There's a scene, but that well, that'll come. We'll come to that. Yeah. But I just that just made that correlation between the liking the opposites of yeah. the demons apparently. So weird. The three find a spell to put the witnesses to rest, but have to leave the panic room. The epic panic room, by the way, uh, that they were hiding in to do so. As Sam and Dean hold off, hold the spirits off. Bobby performs the spell, but Meg tries to kill him. See. See that Meg tried to kill Bobby. So yeah, she tries to like rip out his heart. Can we bring it back to? Okay, fucking Meg. <laughs> Dean manages to complete the spell, and the witnesses are put to rest. Later, Castiel appears to Dean in a dream and reveals that the rising of the witnesses is one of the many seals which are being broken by Lilith in order to bring on the apocalypse, in which Lucifer, the fallen angel, will walk the earth free. That's no bueno. That's no, no bueno. No bueno at all. Uh-uh. Ah, no. There's a reason there are 66 seals. Which is funny because only in the Bible there are seven seals for the apocalypse, not 66. Well, we had to make it more interesting for the TV show. You had to have a whole fuck ton of things going on. We had to fill out a whole season, you know. Seven seals wouldn't have done it. Well, I mean, not to mention, like, I don't know, the first... The first deal is in Revelation 6-2, and it is not at all <laughs> releasing the witnesses. <laughs> not, not even close. Well, I'm sure you'll tell us. Mm, well, I can tell you what the first seal is, because I actually don't go into it much. Okay, uh, but according us. to Revelation 6-2, the first seal of the seven seals is, uh, that's the introduction of the Antichrist. And he okay. shows up as a rider of a white horse. The rider wears a crown and will deceive many with talks of peace but we'll wage war against the saints. Is the is this the actual first seal that they're saying? I thought Cass said that there were other ones that were broken in this. I thought Bobby said this was the first seal. Oh, did he? Okay. I don't remember, clearly. Um, according to Bobby's research, identifies them as witnesses who appearance heralds the coming of the apocalypse. I thought he said it was the first, but there probably were more, which is why Cass said that the angels are down here, not up there. Yeah. After how many thousands of years of them not interfering. Cass was sassy in this episode. Oh, he was so sassy. Super sassy Cass. Cass pretty much told Dean, like, but did you die? Like, that's pretty yeah. much what he said when he they were talking about the witnesses. Mm-hmm. But Dean had made, like, Cass knew about the witnesses and that Dean had made it through. And it's pretty much like, but did you die? Well, no, but why didn't you warn somebody? I also like the fact that they argue about Cass in the beginning yeah. of this. They yeah. basically have to research him, and Dean's just like, I don't fucking believe in angels. Why is he an angel? He could be a demon. Well, what demon doesn't die with the demon blade and everything else? Well, I don't know. It's that kind of a demon, but if that means there's an angel, that means that there's God, and there's definitely no God, not the one that cares about me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dean, come on! Come on, Dean! And how it ends? Dean sends Sam out for pie. <laughs> because apparently, yeah. any kind of religious talk just sends Dean into a spiral in which the only savior is pie. He just needs pie. He just needs comfort pie. I was going to say, is that like when you're sad and you start to eat ice cream? Yeah. Well, like when he talks about angels, he needs pie. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Dean's comfort is whiskey and pie. 
a good combination. Do you think he has oh, an yeah. mode? Ooh, what if he flambe? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, singe his eyebrows. Uh, and then fucking Ruby. I want Before we get to Ruby, I want to take a second and talk about Cass's hair in this episode. Okay, yes. And how ridiculous his hair is. <laughs> it's all gelled and, like, puffy. It and is like... overly gelled. Like, I mean, all... <laughs> Obviously, Sam doesn't use gel because his hair is far too long for that. But yeah. even Dean gels his hair, and it doesn't look like that. That is, his hair is what I expect an angel's hair to look like, <laughs> who has never had to style his hair in a day, but just sees it and out of curiosity is like reading the back, going, "Okay, run through hair, runs through hair, and it just leaves it." Did he get the Did he get the gel from Jimmy's house? Is that like one thing he took? Yes, with? I think so. He like filled up a briefcase and he's like, "What's this? I don't know. I'll take it." <laughs> Looks like this is stuff or, he uses. What if they were in heaven and they're like, "Well, this is what people wear these days. This is what people how people do their hair these days." You remember, like, kind of like back to like, um, "It's a Wonderful Life," where Clarence mm-hmm. is like looking down and he's like, "Well, what are people wearing these days?" Like, well, you need yes. to gel your hair, Castiel. Okay, so we can move on to Ruby, sorry. I also like how sassy <laughs> uh, Sam is at one point. <laughs> because at one point, when obviously Dean's questioning everything in his life at this point. He's like, don't you think if angels were real, some hunter somewhere would have seen one at some point ever? And Sam's just like, uh, well, you did. <laughs> I'm just throwing out there, you're a hunter, you saw an angel. So you? So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I also like the fact that Bobby just kind of smacks Dean too. He's just like, motherfucker, I have all this biblical text. I have pre-biblical text. It says an angel can snatch you from the pit. I'm going to go with angel on this one. <laughs> and there's just... But are you Dean sure? Like, and there's just Dean who's just like, yeah, but why the fuck? Why me? Why me? Why would God care about me? Oh boy, if you only knew. If you only knew. The Bobby's upstairs to his house looks like like a hotel. It does. It like does. the Shining Hotel, like a creepy old, like, uh, the Stanley, tower, like a Tower of Terror kind of hotel, the Hollywood Tower of Terror, yeah, the Hollywood Tower Hotel, yeah, but yeah. I I think this is where it really gets down to me really not liking Ruby. This episode starts it. Yeah. Part of me also wishes Sam would say something to Dean about her. Because in Sarah thing, like she's like, oh fuck, there are angels. Yeah, did you notice I'm a demon? I'm a demon. They're angels. We don't get along. They're not gonna help me, and they don't care if I'm being helpful. They'll kill me. And I'm like, please. How don't demons know about angels? Remember when she was like, well, they're like a myth or whatever. Like people don't really. Well, I think that ties into the whole they haven't been down here for so long, so the demons just thought they could do whatever they wanted. Oh, and like the angels, like extinct yeah <laughs> like <essentially. dinosaurs. laughs> yeah like the the angels don't really exist anymore they're just a legend however yeah. then she gets then she gets like real mean when she's like they might first ask questions later I'm like but how do you know though oh, you've yeah. never seen an angel yeah now you're just being mean Bruby, brunette ruby Bruby. no Bruby. that could work for blonde ruby too never mind <laughs> that would be blueby blueby <laughs> <laughs> We have Bruby and Blueby. Okay. I don't like Bruby. I love Blueby. <laughs> Sounds like Blobby. Also, can we get to the fact that, okay, so this is in 2008, right? Yeah. Dean's version of the apocalypse. And I quote, apocalypse, the apocalypse apocalypse, the four horsemen pestilence $5 a gallon gas apocalypse. We had $5 a gallon gas. 
<laughs> were we in the apocalypse and we just didn't know? Are we getting to the apocalypse? Because we just had a pandemic. That's technically a plague. Is anyone else missing? Like, when I read this, I want you to think about, maybe we need to call a Winchester and Supernatural shouldn't have ended. Well, think about that. When this aired, gas was four fifty, almost $5 a gallon. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Dean's putting the cheap stuff in Baby. Oh, no, no, no. No, no. There's no 87 hitting that gas tank. No. <laughs> that is a premium gas tank. Premium. <laughs> I just, I still can't get over, I still can't get over. Cass is such a badass in this episode. Cass, the badass. I pulled up some quotes. <laughs> just some of the things he fucking says. Hit me with some Cass quotes. Uh, read the Bible. Angels are warriors of God. I'm a soldier. And he's just like, yeah, then why didn't you fight? He goes, I'm not here to perch on your shoulder. We had larger concerns. <laughs> Cass, shit. I'm not here to perch on your shoulder. Has Cass been watching cartoons when there's a devil and an angel? Yes. And then there's Cass also three days ago. You thought there was no such thing as me. Why do you think we're here walking about you for the first time in 2000 years? Dean, to stop Lucifer. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not here out of my own free will. I didn't do this for fucking fun. Like you've been paying attention. Good job. And then just like my all-time favorite is when he just threatens to throw him back into hell. (laughs) I will put you back there. Did you know that an exorcism is 50 words? 50 Uh, words? Meg said 50 words of Latin and I would have been gone. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess it would depend on which kind you're using. If you have the quick, quick exorcism. Yeah, like you have the the Cliff Notes exorcism. (laughs) Like this will get it done now. This episode obviously kind of comes back in a later episode, and it hurts me. It comes back later? Kind of. Okay, so in this one, obviously, the people that have died because of them are haunting them. Uh-huh. They're trying to kill them. Mm-hmm. What happens in the later episode? Defending your life. It'd be season seven? Oh, that's probably why I don't remember it. It's when they're stuck seeing the Egyptian god Osiris and Joe comes back to testify <gasps> against Dean. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking Among about. Among others. Yeah. I that just That's what this reminds me of. Yeah, I see it now. Literally, the ghosts from their past haunt them. I wasn't a huge fan of this episode. No, not really. Other than finding out about Bobby's bunker. Yeah, which had a sweet poster. I thought he decorated it very well. He did it all in a weekend. He had a weekend off. Solid iron covered in salt panic room. (laughs) That's what I wrote down. (laughs) Oh, then we found out what happened when Lilith came to the police station. Oof, yeah. It it didn't happen instantaneous. It was 45 minutes until they all died and poor virgin Nancy was filleted. It was a long and torturous process. (laughs) Oh, and the every time there's a salt circle, stupid wind breaks the salt circle. Where is this wind coming from? I have no idea, but it had to break the salt circle. And then um, Bobby's sitting there doing his stuff. And how does he focus on what he's doing when all these people are around him? And the wind is blowing and Meg's trying to kill him. He's still focused doing his little incantation. I don't know. I wish, like, maybe he's just really good at centering himself. Do you think he meditates? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) 
Sam don't, meditates. I don't think that's something Bobby does. <laughs> I could see Bobby being that guy that like really tries to meditate and then it's just like within a minute she's like, all right, fuck this horse shit. I'm done. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't no, do it. No, I'm out. Oh, and other other than the Shining Twins and Meg coming back, we get to see Ron again. Oh yeah, we do get to see Ron again. Ron makes a comeback. Classic Ron. What episode was that? I don't know. Do you guys remember Ronald from the the um, bank? That's Night Shifter. That's yes. uh, episode 12, season 2. Yeah, see, look at you go. Hey. But Ron made a comeback. That was That was nice. Do you have anything else? Not for this episode. <laughs> You're like, no. Me either. I, it was a short note list. Yeah, it was mainly just I was dying over Cass. <laughs> and yeah. Dean just like in straight disbelief, even though like everything was pointing out to it. And yeah. everybody else around him just being sassy to him. Yeah. Badass Cass. Yeah, he's such a badass for like the beginning episodes. I mean, he's a, uh, he reminds me a lot also in the outfit of uh constantine oh funny you should mention that liz really yeah why because misha obviously who plays castiel uh, reported that eric kripke wanted to base the look of the character on the comic book character constantine john constantine is an occult detective who is featured in the john constantine hellblazer comic series the 2005 film Constantine and the 2014 television series. Huh. I mean, it works. I gave you a tale a bit before we got into them. I like it. <laughs> well, do you want to continue? Do you want to give more? Or is that it? Yeah. Are you I'm ready? Gonna... <laughs> yeah. Are you ready for my bits? Yes. I'm not just going to leave you. Always hanging. ready. Always ready for my bits. Yes. The title of the episode, Are You There, God? It's Me, Dean Winchester, is a reference to Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret by Judy Bloom. Published in 1970, it followed a young girl's exploration of her spirituality as she also deals with matters of adolescence, like getting her period and her search for her identity. The title may also be a reference to the cartoon The Venture Brothers, Season 1, Episode 9, Are You There, God? It's Me, Dean, an obvious reference to the work cited above. The Venture Brothers is also a show that Ben Edlund has contributed scripts to. I did not get that Venture Brothers thing. I got the Judy Bloom. Yeah. I did not know the Venture Brothers. Me either. Uh, the book that Olivia is holding in the opening scene, The Secret Teachings of All Ages by Manly P. Hall, is widely regarded as an essential encyclopedia of ancient occult and esoteric traditions such as alchemy, tarot, cryptology, mystery religions, and ceremonial magic, among other subjects. Speaking of tarot, those supernatural tarot <gasps> cards that you sent me... Weren't they amazing? A video of are gorgeous, and I feel like we need them. They are beautiful. They're pretty cool. And then I saw on... Um, did I send you on Etsy? There is Cards Against Humanity version with Supernatural. I don't know if you sent them to me. I definitely have seen them. I feel like that would be a fun game for Hunter Happy Hour. I love it. <laughs> I'm going to have to look into that. We could have some guests. I'll bring I'll bring Erin. Oh, that'll be fun. Because she'll love, she'll lose it. Yeah. After shooting Ronald with rock salt, Bobby says, if you're going to shoot, shoot, don't talk. This is a quote from The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. The twin girls who haunt Bobby look just like and are clearly a tribute to the twins in The Shining. 
dark hair, and blue dresses. In the episode, their first appearance is marked by giggles and a bouncy ball, reminiscent of play. Ugh. Creepy. This episode reveals, via Agent Hendrickson's ghost, the terrifying ordeal that happened after the blinding white light was cast by Lilith and before those characters met Grizzly ends in the end of Season 3, Episode 12, Jou and Bello. Jou and Bello. Dean tells Castiel, I thought angels were supposed to be guardians, fluffy wings, halos, you know, Michael Landon, not dicks. (laughs) It gets me every time. Uh, He's referring to Michael Landon, who's an actor who played an angel on earth in Highway to Heaven. Do you ever watch Highway to Heaven? I didn't. The only like angel thing I ever watched was uh, John Travolta Michael. Ah, okay. Yeah. I watched Highway to Heaven when I was little. When Dean hears about the apocalypse, he says, road trip! Grand Canyon, Star Trek experience, Bunny Ranch. The Bunny Ranch is one of the only legal brothels functioning in the United States in the desert of Nevada. I feel like, how has Dean not been there yet? Seriously. He's been everywhere, and you're going to tell me. How have you not been to the ranch? Yeah. It was a drive-by. Maybe he didn't get to stop in. True. Maybe he also didn't want an STD. So. Really, though? I don't, <laughs> I don't think Dean really vets his ladies that, that much. But then that would mean he would have to, like, stop at the pharmacy to get medications and... You know, I mean, he just, he's, he, I mean, I'm sure he's smart. He doesn't want, I mean, besides one, doesn't want a tiny Dean running around. That's true. Uh, that's all I got for you since I already gave you my Constantine tidbit. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, so this, I just kind of focused on the, the witnesses since it is a seal, essentially. And just to say, I got my sources from lifehopeandtruth.com, biblegateway.com, openbibleinfo, christianity.com, gty.org. So many. And so the Bible does mention witnesses. According to Zechariah 4.14, Zechariah saw two olive trees in his dream. God explained that they are the two anointed ones who stand beside the Lord of the whole earth. Um, Revelations 11.3 says, God says, quote, and I will give my power and I will give power to my two witnesses, and they will prophesy 1,260 days clothed in uh, sackcloth. Um, that that 1,260 days, a.k.a. three and a half years, about roughly, is also known as the prophetic year. And there are beliefs that they're, because they never mention the actual witnesses by name in the Bible, there are people who believe that there are only three possible prophets from this which could be the witnesses and those would include moses oh elijah who was the ninth century bc prophet of israel and enoch uh who is not the son of gain he the son of cain he's the son of jared the father of methuselah but some of the powers that the witnesses can have are things such as breathing fire from their mouths oh what I feel like that would be like a, a telltale. Yeah. Uh, or you're a dragon. Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, the power <laughs> to stop rain. Oh. Which Eliza de- Elijah does in 2 Kings 17.1. Um, and he supposedly did it for the exact time period of that three and a half years in Revelation 2. Uh, kill anyone who tries to harm them, which Elijah also does in 2 Kings 1.9 through 12. 
Uh, the power to turn water into blood, which Moses does in Exodia 717. Uh, the ability to strike the earth with plagues. Moses, Exodus 714 to 1230. And to encourage people to turn their hearts to God, which Elijah does in 1 Kings 1837. Now, like I said, um, some of the possible prophets include Moses, who can turn water into blood, who also spoke spoke with Jesus at the Transfiguration uh, in Matthew Matthew 17. Uh, Elijah, who also appears at the Transfiguration, who never actually dies, and who ended up riding a chariot of fire into heaven with the ability to stop rain. And then there's Enoch, who also never technically dies. Um, He only actually appears in four verses of the Bible. He lived for 365 years, but was taken by God to heaven after living faithfully during the time just before the flood. During this time period before the flood, sin and depravity were running rampant. And so he was able to live a faithful life during that time period. Um, And one of the things that the witnesses do is that they're supposedly able to raise up to heaven for all their non-believers to see. So according to the book of Revelation, there are two who oppose the witnesses. Uh, And that would be the false prophet, who is the head of a religious system who supports the beast. And the beast, who is a civil leader who all people of the earth will end up following, except those who are faithful to God. Um, After prophesying for three and a half years, the beast or the Antichrist will kill the prophets will kill the two witnesses in a temple in Jerusalem. And then those witnesses will rise up three and a half days later, and then they will ascend into heaven for all to see. So like I said, there are only seven seals according to the Bible, not 66, which Supernatural has. And that comes from Revelation 6.2. The word witnesses is a plural form of martis, which is where the term martyr comes from. And in case you're curious, why two? The Bible and old courts required at least testimonies of two people to confirm a fact or verify truth. Oh, okay. So instead of just being like, oh, well, Enoch says that this is true. You've got like (laughs) Enoch and Moses telling the same thing. Then, yeah, it must be true. Now, there is a connection with the Zechariah and the two olive trees because Zechariah also sees two lampstands and two anointed ones. According to a passage in Revelation, it's quoted as saying there are two olive trees and two lampstands standing before God of the earth. And that means that olive oil symbolizes kind of God's Holy Spirit. Like I said, the Bible never actually names any of the witnesses. This is just kind of what's been theorized. Are they in witness protection? Oh, I see what you said there. (laughs) That was good. That was real good. Now, the term martyr, like I said, ties back to martis, which ties back to the plural form for witnesses. And it became that because so many of the witnesses of Jesus Christ in the early church actually paid for their faith with their lives. Um, and therefore, since it's always used in the New Testament to refer to people, the two witnesses might, must actually be people and not, like, movements in the Bible. Okay. It has to be actual people. The use of lampstands during that, what I said, it's two olive trees or two lampstands, also symbolize the light of revival, which also ties back to olive oil because olive oil was commonly used in lamps at the time. Um, And that symbolizes that truth that God will not bring salvation blessing from human power, but from the power of the Holy Spirit. And then, as I stated before, 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 there are no 66 seals. There are seven, with the first seal being the Antichrist, 
arriving on the scene as a rider of a white horse wearing a crown and will deceive many with talks of peace, which could also technically be the beast who stands against the two witnesses. The second seal being, despite promises of peace, the Antichrists will cause war to break out and a red rider on a horse will slay a great number of people. The third seal is a rider on a black horse will spread famine. And this obviously will go more into detail when we get into the actual apocalypse. The the fourth seal is a death riding on a pale horse, wipes out one fourth of the earth. Uh, The fifth seal, um, those martyred will ask God how long until he judges the earth. Um, And they are told a little while longer and given a white robe. The sixth seal is catastrophic events or plagues will happen. From a rattling earthquake, the sun turning black, the moon turning red, and the mountains and islands disappearing. And then the seventh seal is silence fills heaven, reminiscent of the Sabbath day of the rest God took on the seventh day of creation. And then you go into the seven trumpets. Oh. And that follows the silence. And that's when the angels will sound the seven trumpets, which are to seal judgment. And those are not nice. It sounds so pleasant, though. It sounds great, um, but just to give you an idea, some of the trumpets, uh, hail, fire, and blood will rain down on Earth, <laughs> wipes out a third of plant life, burning mountains fall into the sea, causing uh, a third of the ocean to turn to blood, and a third of this is all a third, so just oh. throwing, for some reason it's one third, um, and one third of sea life to die, uh, wormwood, you know, moon, stars, and sun darkening, locusts. Or here's no, it's actually, sorry, demon locusts with human faces, long hair, lion's teeth, and the power of a scorpion sting. Just, you know, come on out. And then four fallen angels are released and wipe out people from sulfur and fire pouring out of their mouths. And then the seventh trumpet is another break from the plagues and onto the seven bowls of judgment. I'm glad there's a break. Thank yeah, God a break. for this break. Yeah. Know. Uh, and that's that's when we get into the seven bowls of judgment. 24 elders in heaven declare it's time to destroy those who destroy earth. And then the temple in heaven's open. And that also features the Ark of the Covenant. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so a lot of stuff has to happen. I mean, I guess in theory, if you really wanted to get down to it, there's 21 things that happen, but not 66. Because it's the seven seven seals and the seven trumpets and then obviously the seven bowls seven trumpets is deceiving yeah yeah it's not great it's not good it sounds great it is not good seven bowls okay like yeah it doesn't sound like a a happy time um another reason that people believe that moses might be one of the possible prophets slash witnesses is the fact that no one ever actually found moses's body supposedly god supernaturally buried him there have never been bones of him oh uh, so technically, people cannot rule out that he did or did not die. I um, mean, and at the end of the movie, you know, the Charlton Heston movie. Yeah. Everybody just walked away from him. So, I mean, who's to say? Like, did they really search the entire desert for his body? I don't think so. Yeah. So, just saying. But that being said, the highest, since there are no actual mentions, the ones that people think the most are going to be uh, Elijah and Moses. Enoch just kind of got in there because he lived for 365 years and then was taken by God, so he never actually died. Mm. Uh, which is very different than the way the supernatural used the witnesses. They were just trying to kill people. Which is weird because, like, I mean, the witnesses do rise like three and a half days later. 
God resurrects them from the dead so that their enemies can see them ascend to heaven. Like zombies? Oh, ascend to heaven. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, like, they come back and just... <laughs> according to Revelation 11, 11 to eleven twelve, it's quoted as saying, Now after three and a half days, the breath of life from God entered them, and they stood on their feet, and great fear fell on those who saw them. And they heard a loud voice from heaven saying to them, Come up here. And they ascended to heaven in a cloud, and their enemies saw them. Oh, okay. And that's my Bible TED Talk. Thanks for coming, guys. <laughs> I was just curious because I could have, we've done vengeful spirits and everything else. Yeah. But when they mentioned the witnesses in the seal, I was like, I wonder if there are, it's been a long time since I got kicked out of Sunday school. So I'm curious. And so that's what I found out. There are two witnesses mentioned by the Bible that don't have anything to do with that, but deal kind of deal with the coming of the apocalypse. Fun times. It's always a great time when you talk about the apocalypse. Yeah. Well, uh, good. Cause <laughs> we're going to be talking about it a lot. A lot. A lot, a lot. Just just happens to be kind of the thing we're going to be going with. It's kind of going be, theme from now. This seems to be the story of this season. Um, so next time we'll be talking about episode three from season four called In the Beginning. Ooh. Ooh. In the beginning. Oh, yep, yep. I remember this one. Which obviously, again, we're back into the nice biblical thing because in the beginning was the word we're just all about the biblical takes now just diving in head first into this huh yep there's no turning back no there is not <laughs> it will be a thing till the end of days Mm-hmm. and then we will see the end of days but i'm gonna lose my mind when we get to oh it doesn't show up till season five we got one more season before i can get to him <clears throat> Oh, it's not till season five? That's when all the literal hell starts breaking loose. Yeah. The four horsemen show up, yeah. Yeah. This is, this is the seal season. <laughs> this is the demon blood and seals season. Gotta get through 66 of them. And then we get into the apocalypse season. Yeah. Which I do like season five, but I think the seals season might be my favorite season. Your favorite season as a whole? Yeah, even though my favorite episode is in season five. <laughs> it's fine. Well, we meet Chuck in this season, don't we? Uh, we do. We meet him in near the end of the season, though. Yeah. We meet him at uh, the monster at the end of this book. That's when he find, they find out that uh, Supernatural was <laughs> a book. Ironically, at a place called Kripke's Hollow in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> for as original and as creative as the supernatural writers are sometimes i'm just like yeah did you guys just take a day or did you do this on purpose <laughs> to be this cheesy but yeah we get we meet it we meet some really like serious serious people in this and then we um don't meet any of the other he- no we meet crowley in season five too ah uh, crowley so these two seasons hit us with some of the big heavy hitters I like it. But yeah, that's what we have to look forward to uh, in the beginning. Because there's no better place to start. <laughs> in the beginning, there was there John was and Mary. <laughs> John and Mary, husband and wife. Oh, that's another. That's a whole other thing. That's <laughs> <laughs> classic. Oh, but yeah, so I think classic. I think that's where we wrap up. So guys, listen to us next week when we talk about in the beginning, because we're going to go back in time. 
Back to the Future. Literally. Yeah. Well, not not all of us, just one of us. Well, I mean, we go we go too. We do. Because yeah. we're the audience, but. <laughs> But thank you guys for listening to us, obviously. Again, like us, share us. Um, if you want to leave us a five-star review, because we're awesome, that would be cool, too. That would Just be nice. Saying. But thank you guys so much for listening to us. Thank you. To Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Balls, Email pod at gmail.com. Totally messed up the Twitter name, too. It's all right. Uh, also, if you want to, you can follow us on TikTok. We both have our own TikToks, and I actually have some uh, supernatural stuff coming out. And then Missy and I have a real surprise for you guys. Oh my god! In three episodes. All right. So for episode six, it's gonna be amazing. Which ties into something else dumb I did for episode six. All the episode sixes. But thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Balls, a supernatural podcast with Lizzie and Missy. If you want more, follow on Twitter and Instagram at SBNBallsPod or email SBNBallsPod at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe and follow Balls on your favorite streaming service.